What is up, everybody? Welcome to the FSB Nutrition Podcast, where we are re-educating dieters one bowl of cereal at a time. That is going to be my new catchphrase for this show. Um, today, what I want to talk about is a topic that I get more questions about than probably any other topic um, that anyone asks me, and um, that is intermittent fasting. Uh, I actually work for a company right now where I'm coaching people. And I got this question so much that I actually went in and we can, we can, um, we can create, uh, quick replies, right. Where you just click and send. So you don't have to keep typing the same thing over and over. And I got so tired of typing my answer to this question that I just, typed one and created a quick reply and saved it so I wouldn't have to keep saying the same thing over and over. Um, But it is a question that I get all the time, more than any other question. And that is, what do you think about intermittent fasting? Now, if you're listening to this, you've seen the title of this episode is why you probably shouldn't do intermittent fasting. And before I get into that part, I'm actually going to talk a little bit about, I guess, what it is for those of you that aren't aware. Um, But also I want to talk about the potential benefits and how it can be good for some people because I don't want this to just be me shitting all over intermittent fasting the whole time because that's really not how I feel about it. Um, I do believe most people shouldn't do it, but there is a very specific reason why Um, but there are reasons why it's good for other people. So I want to talk about that first. So first and foremost, what is it, right? We hear it all the time. Um, but what does it mean to intermittent fast? Right? So essentially it's what it sounds like. You are going without eating for an intermittent period of time. Profound, right? Um, but it's, it varies depending on a person's preference, what that fasting period looks like. And so the minimum usually falls around like that 16 hour range is typically where I find people shooting for like, if, if they want to try it, that's about where they go to start is they shoot for a 16 hour fast and an eight hour eating window. Now I have known people that go beyond that and they push for like an 18 hour fast, six hour eating, or even up to 20 hour fast, four hour eating window, right? Um, it really just kind of depends on per- personal preference, what that, that block is really, but 16 seems to be the minimum, right? Now, a lot of people find success with this diet. And when I say success, what I mean is, is they find usually uh, short term success, And you hear people a lot say, well, my friend or my mom or my cousin lost 20 pounds doing intermittent fasting, and that's why I want to do it. Okay, so let's talk about the reason why people find short-term quick success with the diet. So let's use an example of um, a young woman who weighs, let's say, 150 pounds, okay, even numbers here. So let's just say she weighs 150 pounds and she eats around 
2,000 calories a day, and that's pretty much where she maintains her weight. So she's about 2,000, and she sits at around 150 pounds, right? So she consumes that 2,000 calories pretty much if you look at a 24-hour block. She's consuming those calories however she wants to. She eats here. She eats there. She eats whenever she's hungry, right? But what that means is that let's suppose she eats eight hours, or I'm sorry, she sleeps for eight hours. So she's sleeping for eight hours a night. This leaves 16 hours of the day that she can eat. Now, it's pretty easy to get 2,000 calories in during a 16-hour window, right? All of a sudden, if you close that gap, and let's say you actually close that gap in half, so you go from you, you go from having eaten over a 16-hour period, now you're only allowing yourself eight hours to eat. So you've just cut the time that you have available to eat food in half. It becomes a lot more difficult for people to, or for her, we're going to use her as the example, it will now become a lot more difficult for her to actually eat 2,000 calories in an eight-hour window because she might get halfway there and she feels full. And, uh-oh, well, you know, she's only got two hours left of her eating window and she hasn't even had, you know, she's not even at 1,500 all of a sudden. And so what this does is it creates a calorie deficit over time simply because she's not giving herself enough time to eat as much food, right? So that tends to be why people find such short-term success and quick success. But the thing about that is that, you know, I use that example of going from 2000 to 1500. Oftentimes people give themselves such a short window and it's such a, uh, an overnight, like quick change that they're, they're probably lucky to get half the calories that they're used to getting. Right. And so what happens is they lose weight very rapidly. They go from eating X amount of food and now they're eating nowhere close to that on a regular basis. And so here you've got, you know, now you're consuming less, you know, half the amount of calories. Of course, your weight is going to just drop really quick and really drastically, right? Now, that's why people tend to find immediate results with it. However, you will often hear the same people say that even though they found out those quick results, they gained the weight back for some reason. They gained it back just about as fast as they lost it. This is because the lifestyle of, you know, restricting yourself to um, to such a short eating window and only allowing yourself that much time, that becomes a pretty unsustainable thing for people to maintain for a very long period of time, especially as their motivation and everything starts to drop. Everyone's fired up when they first start something. And then it becomes normal, and then it becomes boring. And then all of a sudden, you know, you tell yourself, okay, I'm doing a 16-hour, 18-hour fast, which means I'm not going to eat till noon every day, right? And it works for a while, and they lose this weight. And then they decide, okay, but I'm missing out on other things 
my friends, my coworkers ask me to go have breakfast at 9 a.m. and I have to say no because I can't eat. Or they don't want to be that person who goes and just orders a coffee, right? So they skip that. Or they go and they order the coffee and they maybe don't have as good of a time. And that starts to happen more and more and more. And eventually something comes up to where they say, okay, I'm going to, I'm just going to, you know, I'll do it this one day. You know, I'll break my cycle and I'll, I'll have breakfast at eight this one day and I'll get back on it. And then that snowballs. And then the next thing you know, they're right back to the same eating pattern they had before where they, where they not only do they have, they're back to eating over a 16 hour, 18 hour period, but now they've just opened themselves up. They've doubled the time they have to eat, which means now they're probably eating the same amount of calories as they were prior to losing the weight. And this is why the weight comes right back on, right? And so I know I said I wasn't going to, I was going to talk about the pros first. Um, I kind of did this backwards. That actually in and of itself is the reason why I say most people shouldn't. So I guess I'm starting there and going the other way. Uh, But the key points are still there. So that is really the key reason why most people shouldn't do intermittent fasting is because it's not that there's anything wrong with it. It's not that it can't help you create a calorie calorie deficit. It's just that 99% of people won't figure out how to keep it a lifestyle thing while also working in the other parts of life. They're always going to allow someone's birthday, a dinner party, oh, it was a wedding, they're going to allow things that just happen in life to break that schedule they set for themselves and they're going to fall off there eventually, right? That's for the 99%. Um, There are people, and now I'm going to kind of reverse the argument here and talk about, well, why, why is it good for some people? And when I say some, I do mean a very small percentage because I have personally only known maybe a couple of people in my life that have been able to make this a lifestyle. Um, and I know that most other people don't know someone personally who has had a lot of success with it either. It's just not something that's very common for people to be successful with. And so, but let's talk about the the few that can, right? So I talked about closing your eating window. Again, back to the principle principle of calories in calories out. If you take your eating window from 16 hours to eight hours, you are less likely to be able to eat enough food in that time block to equal the calories that you've, that you're used to eating, right? Because if you figure you're going to eat every two to three hours, assuming you're eating good, wholesome foods that are actually filling you up and have nutrients and everything, it's going to be hard for you to eat much more often than every two or three hours. So you may only get two meals in, maybe three if you're lucky, before your eating window closes. And now you're done for the day, but you've eaten far less calories than what you were used to. So intermittent fasting is a great way to create a calorie deficit. Okay, and this is why it works. My problem with the industry in general, but also a lot of people that push intermittent fasting like it's the word of God... Um, they're not telling people, Hey, it's just simply a way to create a calorie deficit. They're telling people, Oh, well, when you fast and you're in this fasted state, there's all this crazy stuff that happens in your body and you go through this wild, uh, 
you know, this huge beta oxidation phase where you're just burning all this fat, right? You're literally just burning fat. And that's not how it works. If your maintenance calories, based on your exercise level, based on your metabolism, if your maintenance calories are 2,000, and you somehow find a way to eat 2,500 calories in a six-hour gap, well, what that means is you still ate five, uh, 2,500 calories for the day. You still ate 500 calories over your maintenance, which means you're intermittent fasting, you're, you're following it, but you're actually going to gain weight. And then you're going to scratch your head wondering, wait a minute, this isn't supposed to be happening. Now, I think that's rare because most folks can't eat that much food in that time. I think I could, and that's why intermittent fasting isn't for me. Um, I love, it, it's actually something, it's kind of, for me, it's almost like a, uh, a double-edged sword where I kind of enjoy the concept of, because I've almost done intermittent fasting days where I didn't mean to, but I slept super late or whatever stuff got in the way that day. And I just didn't get around to eating until later. Right. And so from the time I woke up to the time I ate was like a long period and I go to eat, you know, and I'm starving. So I just eat a massive, massive meal for me. I can almost probably eat over my maintenance in a short window, just because I love eating huge 1000, 1200 calorie meals in a single sitting, I can do that. And I actually enjoy it. And it doesn't like make me feel crazy, bloated and heavy, unless I go like to a restaurant. But if it's my food, it doesn't really do that to me. So I figure if I can eat that many calories, regardless of the time, I would personally prefer to just spread it out. And that's why it's not something I've ever done with intention, because I know it doesn't work for me. But not everyone is like me who can eat gigantic, huge meals. And so if you know that you are going to keep your meals at a moderate, small size, then it makes sense for you to maybe close your eating window a little bit so that you're creating a calorie deficit just by virtue of not allowing yourself enough time to eat that much food. Okay. So that's one way in which it's really good um, for certain people. Um, there are other benefits to it as well. Um, some people prefer, it, and, and, and this is super individualized because it's going to come down to your personal schedule, like when you work, when you pick up the kids from school, things like that. So if you're somebody that you're like, okay, I know I can only work out at 6 a.m. because that's the only time in the day I have, period. There's no, I got no other way I can possibly get a workout in. That, that's when I have to go. So you wake up at 5, you have your coffee, you go work out. A lot of people love to um, work out on an empty stomach. And there's nothing wrong with that either. It doesn't, there's nothing magical to it. Eating out an empty stomach doesn't burn more fat, um, body fat in the long run. I'll get, that's, that's a totally different thing. But um, if you prefer that, if you feel better working out on an empty stomach, there's nothing wrong with that. And so for some folks, it works in the sense of like, I know I got to get my workout in before I can eat. 
And just by virtue of the way the time falls, they might wind up going 16 hours without eating. And that's okay too. Again, really what, what intermittent fasting comes down to in terms of whether it's good or bad to do for you is going to come down to your personality, your lifestyle, your schedule. There's all these things that are very specific to every individual person that is going to dictate whether it's going to work for you, right? So ask yourself, what does my schedule look like? Do I have friends that are inviting me out to eat all the time at random times? Do I have coworkers that bring in foods for breakfast almost every day, right? And I, and I'm someone that can't say no to those things. So again, it's something that it, it's fine for a lot of people. Um, it's just that most people can't adhere to the schedule they create for themselves, right? And then when they've lost some weight and then they jump right back into the old schedule, that increases the chances that they're just going to have a binge and gain the weight back, not only gain the weight back that they lost, but gain it back even quicker and probably with a couple pounds added on. Um, and then one other thing I want to mention with, with the fasting schedule is that another problem that I see with it is that too many people I think are always trying to pair it with something. Um, keto seems to be the go-to, right? So I always hear, oh, I'm doing intermittent fasting with keto. Okay. As if that's supposed to somehow make it more magical, which it doesn't. The other thing with it is the beauty. This is another one of the pros about the diet is that if you are closing your eating window to create a calorie deficit, then what this means or what it should mean is that you are now actually able to, you're more likely to be able to eat a wide variety of different types of foods because no matter what you choose to eat, again, you're, you're less likely to go over that calorie target anyway. So your, your food variety should actually be more open in a sense. But I often see people restricting the types of foods that they're allowed, allowing themselves to have, right? By doing keto or paleo or whatever it is. So they're cutting out all these other food groups and then trying to do intermittent fasting with it. So it's like, okay, you're going to fast for 16 to 18 hours. And then when it's time to eat, you've got four to six hours to eat, but you're only allowing yourself to have chicken and broccoli. So you have, you're hungry and you're really looking forward to food and you're only going to let yourself have chicken and broccoli. Good luck with that. And I can guarantee you it's not going to last long because you're going to come across something you want and you're going to, you're going to cave and you're going to have it in that moment. That, again, I'm talking to the 99%. So if you are going to do it, don't make it something where you're going to restrict your foods. Tell yourself, no, 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 I'm, I'm cutting down on the time I give myself to eat which means I'm going to eat less food, which means the foods I get to have can be a wider variety, right? You only have time now to eat one bowl of cereal instead of five. Okay, that's an extreme example, but you get where I'm going with it. So I just wanted to, I know, I feel like this kind of was a little bit back and forth and all over the place in terms of the good and the bad. I was trying to make it more structured, but I just sort of went where my mind went. The point is, 
this episode had nothing to do with me shitting on intermittent fasting and saying like, oh, this is the worst thing you can ever do. Um, cause that's not true. It's just, I wanted to talk about the reasons why it can work, but the reasons why it doesn't work for most people and how you should go about figuring out, is it for me or is it not? Or should I try something else? Cause again, I've gotten this question more than any other question about nutrition probably ever. And, you know, I I want it to be clear that there's really no right or wrong here. It's just very specific to every person. And you have to ask yourself those questions. What does my schedule look like? What does my lifestyle look like? What are my food preferences? Based on these things, what like what does my usual sleep schedule look like? Based on all of that, is it going to be right for me? Not is it good or bad or does it work or does it not work? Is it right for me? That's the question. So I'm going to leave it there. If you guys like this episode, if you like the topic, please leave a review. Five stars if you loved it. One if you fucking hated it. And I would love to hear more from you about what other topics you would like me to cover, what other questions you'd like me to answer with uh, regard to diets, nutrition, foods, whatever it may be. Um, Leave it in the comments, send me a message, send me an email, however you want to do it, and I'll be sure to cover it in another episode. Thank you guys for listening. See you later.